a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. KSL News Time 345. The three things you need to know this hour first. Hunting cougars year-round could be legal. The bill has already been passed in the House and Senate. Now just needs to be signed by the governor. I'm KSL News Radio's Britt Johnson. Second, the University of Utah could be joining the Big 12. The conference is reportedly in talks with Utah, Arizona, Arizona State, and Colorado. Third... Our biggest traffic trouble spot. Traffic is building on southbound I-15 through Salt Lake County, but the only slow spot is between Murray at 53rd to 7200 South. But Davis County drivers, you have early onset slowdowns going northbound from Farmington through Kaysville. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. A chance for a little more weekend snow. I'm Matt Johnson. We're at 39 in Salt Lake City now. KSL's top national stories from ABC News. Medical update on the president who spearheaded the cancer moonshot, ABC's Dave Packer. During his February 16th physical at Walter Reed Medical Center, doctors removed a small skin lesion from President Biden's chest, a biopsy confirming that the lesion was basal cell carcinoma. Doctors report all cancerous tissue was successfully removed and that no further treatment is needed. White House physician Dr. Kevin O'Connor says basal cell carcinoma lesions do not tend to spread as some more serious skin cancers, such as melanoma or squamous cell carcinoma, are known to do. The doc says they do have the potential to increase in size, and then it's more of an issue to remove them. Dr. O'Connor says the site of the biopsy has healed nicely, and the president and his docs will continue to keep an eye on it. Mr. Biden had his second physical as president at Walter Reed Military Med Center February 16th, amid questions about his age as he mulls a run for a second term. Mr. Biden at 80 is the nation's oldest in-office president. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andreas Martin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Time for the KSL In-Depth. A special edition of Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News, live from the Utah State Capitol on KSL News Radio. I just told thousands of people I didn't know if you'd be able to show up because it's a busy day. Senate President Stuart Adams joins us live. Hi. It is a busy day, but it's great to be with you, especially here in the Supreme Court chambers, these old historic chambers. So how do you have time to talk to me for two minutes? I'm honored, but you know. Well, I'll always take time to talk with you. Well, let's talk about the session, what has happened, and what is to come tonight. First of all, what are you most proud of? Well, this has been a record-breaking session. I mean, we've done so many record-breaking things. A great session for education. We normally fund education at 2, 3, 4, 5% of the weighted pupil unit, the WPU. This year, 13%. Maybe 18% if you add that one time in. Yeah, I heard 18.5%. 18.5%. That's record-breaking. And then you go from there to infrastructure. 
at a record-breaking spending on infrastructure. Utah has the best economy in the nation. We're the fastest-growing state. And with that comes some challenges. So we spent over $2 billion, or appropriated over $2 billion, to work on infrastructure. Water? I mean, again, we have a water problem. We're very grateful for the, the water that's come, but a record-breaking spending on water. Uh, over $500 million. You know, I just had Senator Nate Bluen sitting in that chair, and we were talking about his proposals for the Great Salt Lake. And it feels sort of like it started to snow, and the legislature took their foot off the gas pedal when it comes to the lake. Well, we're not taking our foot off the gas pedal. Again, a record-breaking spending, $500 million, uh, $500 million is a great commitment to the lake. And we're really grateful for the snow, but guess what? Utah is still the second driest state in the nation. We're going to continue to work on water. In fact, I believe we will fix our water problems. There's a lot of agriculture to fix. There's a lot of lawns to worry about as well. Yes, there is. But we're, we've actually I've come up with a technique that we found in Israel. It's not a, it's not a, 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 it's a subsurface a drip system. It's not just a regular drip system. But you can actually add your fertilizer into it. You can get twice the yield from your crops with half the water, half the water. That's an amazing innovation, but what does that have to do with the state of Utah? How are we implementing it? We put 200 millions of dollars toward ag ag optimization, and that is what we're going to spend it on. And you'll see, when you can can save half the water, and agriculture is one of the big uses of water, that creates a lot of new water. There's only two ways to get water in Utah. One is to conserve it, and the other is to develop it. And conservation will account for about 70% of our new water. Let's hope. Meantime, we have tonight still to come, and all the drama that comes with the end of a legislative session. Is there anything percolating you want to tell me about, just us? You know what? I'm kind of hoping we end early. What do you think? I heard just a few minutes ago that you're done with all the money issues. We are, and that that happened. uh, We we try to get our appropriations affairs in order early. In Utah, we do something really good. We live within our means. We don't spend more than we make. And we, and we try to get our balance our budget, and we try to do that early in the session. You know, I've heard a few interviews with you today, and you've mentioned getting out of here early. Are you binging something on Netflix? Well, I'm kind of hoping, so let's hope. It's a pleasure to speak with you. I know you're busy. Thanks for taking the time. Well, great to be with you. Thanks for, thanks for having me here. And good luck with the end of the session tonight. I hope so, and we'll be. We, hopefully, we're done. We will be done by midnight. And we're done right now. Thanks for joining <laughs> us, Senate President Stuart Adams. Always a pleasure. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless, and I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.